Welcome to Radio Plasma, space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Spotify. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashivega, and we are here today having a conversation about Black Lives Matter in schools. I make this emphasis about in schools because the reason for our conversation today is to talk about an event happening this February 9th in Holyoke, and the idea of this event is to have an engagement between students, teachers, schools, community members, pretty much everybody who feels something needs to be done around Black Lives Matter, but expanding it to all different aspects that have to do with our society, our community, and our ways of understanding what it means Black Lives Matter. So for that purpose, I want to welcome today Ms. Dana Altsuler, a teacher for Ethnic Studies at Holyoke High School. And also I want to welcome Chantel, Cassidy, and Shania, three students who are going to explain a little bit to us what's going to happen on February 9th. Welcome, ladies, and thank you for being here. Why are we having an event, Black Lives Matter, in schools? So thank you, Johan, for having us in your studio today. The reason why um, Holyoke Public Schools Ethnic Studies, in collaboration with Palo Fair Charter School, is um, coming together to recognize Black Lives Matter's week of action in school is because we want to be in solidarity with other educators and young people around the country who are also engaging in this um, National Week of Action. We want to show solidarity. We want to work with our students to take what they've been learning in their ethnic studies classes and in their social justice classes and put what they're learning into action right here in our own communities. By having students involved in this event and this process means that their voices and their ideas and of course their opinions are not only important are the foundation of this because again mentioning that it is Black Lives Matter in schools talks a lot about the need of educating and also listening to what youth has to say. So ladies I would like to know a little bit about what made you get involved in this event. The main reason why I really got involved in this event is because for a really long time since I started taking ethnic studies, I took a real like serious interest. It got kind of personal because like some things that they were teaching me in my classes, I could really relate to. And I felt like maybe I'm not the only student that feels this way. And mainly why I'm, I'm more interested in this event is because it's an actual event for not only like teachers and staff, it's also for students and community members and anyone who actually cares about Black Lives Matter and ethnic studies movements and things like that. It's a way of like not only just like saying that there has to be a change, but it's also a way of like showing it and actually doing it instead of just instead of just like talking about it, you actually taking action and putting your, your knowledge and things that you learn into use, trying to make a difference. Um, I took an interest in not only ethnic studies, but this certain event because lately things have been getting worse with the community and like it's just coming really close to home because there's been so much going on and not as much light being shed on it that is supposed to be shed on it. And back 
Black Lives Matter is more than just an Instagram post or a trend. It's something real that people don't seem to understand. And like Johan said, it's more than just a like on something. It's about what are we gonna do to enforce this change? How are we gonna make this change? How are we gonna make people start to think about what actually needs to be done and what hasn't been done? As students of the ethnic studies class, there are things that you have learned that you have discovered and you have actually connected from that knowledge to what's going on in your lives. What are the things that you are seeing happening in your community that you think need to be addressed that you, you feel they have to change right now? One thing I really like that I learned that, that I thought would be a, a change that needs to happen, especially in my city, would be um, something that's called the school to prison pipeline. Be like where um, schools push out students and suspend them way too much to the point where they don't even want to come to school anymore. So they're stuck like on the streets, like doing bad stuff. And then they end up in our prisons and jails, which like increases the, in, our incarceration rates and it lower like it um it increases the suspension rates and the dropout rates in high schools and that's just something that i feel would like would be really needed to change the school to prison pipeline is a real thing that i don't think many people actually think of like they don't take the time out of their day to think that that's a real thing and there's just a lot of ignorance especially in our school that I feel like needs to really be changed because they don't really care enough to change it. But not caring has to do with not learning about it because maybe if we had the way to teach them more and get them more engaged, then they would see that, yeah, it's the real thing and it needs to be stopped because, like I said, there's a lot of ignorance. You just hit a really important point, ignorance. That's um, one of the components that I feel is always winning. And sometimes people take ignorance as an insult. And sometimes it's actually a choice. In other instances, ignorance is an opportunity. It's exactly that, an opportunity to learn. Because sometimes because of, yeah, privilege, people don't get to see beyond that beautiful curtain of privilege. So they don't even imagine what's behind that. These are the opportunities for those folks to know, to learn, to understand, yes, there is something going on on the other side and it's important and actually it affects you as well. So doing an event like this brings that opportunity for you, in your case, who are seeing and living some of these situations to voice out your concerns and to allow people who don't know about these struggles and about these situations to get that opportunity of learning and eradicate ignorance. So what are the plans? What is going to happen during this event on February 9th? It's going to be, sounds like a, a long day of community engagement and activities. What is that you have planned for that day? For this event, we'll be having many keynote speakers such as Wendy Baptiste and the group Palante and the Ethnic Studies Leadership Group. And the second half of the day, we'll be taking action on what we learned about during the day and just going into our community and spreading awareness and 
just educating and helping other people understand why Black Lives Matter in school. Being able to convey these messages is so important and so inspiring because when it comes from voices like yours and the way that you're doing it today and the way you're going to be doing on Saturday is what our society needs. Sometimes we are used to listen to these messages from the usual suspects, from the people who we know are involved and engaged. But when we get to see and hear that these concerns are also being voiced by a new generation, by new ideas, by fresh ideas, and even when sometimes this could be something hard to do, addressing an audience, talking to people you don't know, getting out of your comfort zone, and still you're doing it, that is exactly that wave of strength and power that our community and our society needs. And also gives me a lot of hope, knowing that it's gonna be you, the ones who are gonna drive this change to happen. Think of it, you are so close to become voters. So now you're gonna have that power to decide the future of our society. So this event is happening on February 9th and it's going to be in a place that actually makes a lot of sense for this event to happen is at El Mercado next to Nueva Esperanza, 413 Main Street in Holyoke, Mass. Once again, a place that is iconic and so important for gathering of communities and so representative of the South Holyoke and the Latino community that is one of the most impact by these disparities happening in, in our society. When we talk about the school to prison pipeline, when we talk about the dropout rates, is most of the times the Latino community the ones who are always standing out on these numbers or these charts. So for this event, I understand there are four important points that are going to be the main topics to discuss during the whole activity. So what are those four points? So for the Black Lives Matter's week of action in schools, there are four demands um, that educators and families and communities all across the nation are making. And the first of those demands is ending zero tolerance in our schools, which is part of the reason why we invited um, Restorative Justice Palante to come speak out, um, because that's like the root of much of their work. They identified the, the social problem in our schools in Holyoke that we have insanely high um, suspension rates, particularly of Latino students and students of color um, in Holyoke High School. I believe at the time when they were doing their research, it was, Holyoke had the highest in the state as far as suspension rates, Holyoke High School, or one of the two. And so we've invited Palante to come speak out around what, what is meant by zero tolerance, what do they mean when they're calling for um, less cops and more counselors in schools, which is also another one of the points of action for the Black Lives Matters Week of Schools demands. Um, getting police officers out of our schools. When we have police officers in our school, it is that much more likely for young people in our schools to be arrested. In the three years that I've worked in Holyoke High School, I've seen students that I care about being put in handcuffs and being arrested from our schools and not being welcomed back into that building. But this was also an issue that I experienced as a public school teacher in San Francisco, as a public school teacher in New Haven, Connecticut, seeing how students of color are disproportionately affected 
by the consequences of having a police officer in school, right? And what this could mean for their record or whether or not they're going to graduate from high school and then what happens when young students are pushed out of school, right? So two of the points of action deal with um, more counselors, no cops in our schools, ending zero tolerance. Um, and then one that is like really near and dear to our hearts and why we are here today also is to talk about the importance of black studies and K through 12 ethnic studies programs in our schools across the country, which is something that myself and these young people in the room have been working on together for years. Like Shania and I go way back all the way to four years ago when she was in eighth grade. So, you know, we've become collaborators in um, spreading ethnic studies and bringing it right to the Holyoke, um, which is amazing and I remember uh, my girl Cassidy in her eighth grade class. I remember going to Donahue in Mr. Zyla's class and seeing how charged you were and excited to watch a film called Palante and to learn about the history, your history, to learn about the Young Lords. And I remember how excited you were. And I remember telling you, when you come to high school, you're gonna get to learn more about this if you choose to take ethnic studies. And here we are in your 10th grade and you're helping to organize this event. And so I'm so excited about that. And so the next point of action was also identifying the problem that we need to diversify who our teachers are in our schools. You know, problematizing the fact that 80% plus of the teaching force across our nation, which is represented right here in the microcosm of Holyoke, is that most of our teachers are white and most of our teachers are white women, um, most often not from the community um, in which they teach, such as myself as a white teacher here in Holyoke who's not from Holyoke, um, and problematizing that and um, encouraging school districts and finding ways to work in solidarity with community and other school districts and teachers and communities across the country to recruit actively and retain teachers of color because our students deserve to see themselves represented not only in their curriculum but in the person who's in front of the classroom with them and teaching them each day. This becomes a really interesting point of conversation that could be extended for, for a long time about lack of diversity and most important, like you mentioned, Dana, the lack of representation. We cannot only say, oh yes, we need to have more teachers of color in our schools. And I've seen and I've heard the backlash of that. Oh, so you don't want white people around. It's not that. Actually, I want to thank Dana, all the work that you, that you have been doing for all these years with our students and our youth, because you get it, you understand it, you feel it, you are involved with them in ways that I don't see happening in, in levels that it should be. It should be mandated for all the teachers in the whole school system, not only in Holyoke, but everywhere. Maybe that will be the solution to the problem. So it's not about the fact that you are or not people of color. But at the same time, yes, the representation is important for youth that has been growing always looking up to a future that never gives them opportunities to actually see themselves being part of it. When they see someone being successful, rarely is someone who represents them, someone who looks like them, someone who speaks their same language as well, someone who knows what it is to come from their places, their communities, their neighborhoods, their backgrounds. So having that combination of both, the people who are not people of color, but people who get it, plus the people who are representing those minorities and those communities, and together work on making our youth and our communities to be more understanding of the problems all across the board, 
then I think we have something positive to work on. And then I think there are solutions coming up without having to be confrontational about it. Again, all of this is coming just to see you here today, being so eager to share your knowledge and your ideas on this event. So first of all, I want to thank you, the three of you, for being so brave and willing to make that change happen. It feels maybe like it's something really small, but that's how you start. And voicing out how do you feel and what do you want to do and seeing those changes beginning to happen, it's all that it takes. And then the snowball effect happens. So how do you feel about being able to present and participate in Black Lives Matter in school? Honestly, I feel I feel hopeful. I feel, you know, I feel really good because I um I have like a good support system, not only like uh, my teachers, but also people in the community and like my peers that actually care about this event and they actually care about the cause and the changes that it can make. So I feel, I feel good about it. Um, I feel honored to just help represent people that are like minori minorities and just help educate others about what needs to change. I'm glad that I can be the start of something huge and be able to look back on it and not only say that I felt it, but I did it. I didn't just only speak on things, I enforced it. And that's something really important, not only with this, but in life. Because if you just sit around and talk about everything you want, but don't get up and go get it, then what's the point of talking about it? And this event is open and available for the public. So yes, it is expected to have students, teachers, also whoever feels this is something you want to be involved, you want to know more about. Everybody's invited, everybody will be welcome to this activity on Saturday, February 9th at El Mercado, 413 Main Street in Holyoke, Mass. And this event starts at 9 in the morning and it will be ongoing until 4. And with this said, that is open for everybody, I would like to ask you, who would you like to see present at this event? I would like to see anybody there, not only people of color, but also people who feel like they just want to understand us and this movement a little bit more. And even if you feel like you do understand, come speak about what you understand because it's not only about us, it's about hearing from you guys too. And I'm like, I would like to see like not only, um, not only teachers and staff, I also wanna see like our youth there. I wanna see them at least like try to learn, get to know about the movement, get to know what they can do and the steps that they could take to make a change like for, I mean, for them also, because it's, it's for us, it's for the community, for our schools, it's for everyone. So I, I would like to see, like, you know, a diverse range of, like, ages there, too. Like, not only grown folks, but also our young ones, too. Um, I would like to see um, representatives in our city, because they're the ones who really have, like, the power to expand what we're doing into our communities more efficient than we can, so... I'd like to see them there. Thank you so much, Cassidy, for ringing that call out 
Yes, I'm going to myself put that label. It's a call out for the people representing the city, specifically, yes, city councilors. I'm addressing you, and I hope that you show up. And if you don't, at least show that interest to knowing what transpires in this session. Because as part of the activities that you were mentioning as well, Cassidy, on the plan for the day, there's going to be also a workshop on media creation so we can spread out the word about the Black Lives Matter culture. So I think with this, we can start creating messages that can be shared with the public, with the community, and yes, why not, with city representatives. What do you think about it? Um, I feel like representatives should like also acknowledge what's going on and help us to get it out there and help us to make change in our community so that other communities can see, look at us and want to take change, like make change too. Dana, so far, this process of organizing this event has shown the involvement from students. And you also mentioned that it's a collaboration with the Polo Freire Social Justice Charter School. So how this dynamic has been going on? So um, a friend of mine who works at the charter school, Akasa Mathi, reached out to me a little while back and she's like, yo, we got to do something. Let's do something. Let's get our kids involved. Let's get teachers at our school involved. Let's do something. So we met up, brought in some other teachers, folded in some students um, to see if they'd want to be involved in the organizing of this event. and. Um, I also believe that the charter school is doing a week of learning in their, and I don't want to misrepresent, but I'm pretty sure in their social studies class, at the social studies classes, each day they're doing a different les lesson that zooms in on one of those four demands of Black Lives Matters in the school. So I know that's how they're bringing some of this learning into their school, and so we're looking at this as sort of a culminating event for some of the learning that's been happening at the charter school and also in ethnic studies at Holyoke. For example, our ninth graders um, at Holyoke High just finished an almost semester-long unit called Race Matters. And so this, for those students who are participating in this event and plan to attend this event on Saturday, will be a culminating day of learning but also a day of action where they'll get to choose to either participate in media learning with you creating some sort of a public service announcement or engaging in a podcast to raise awareness around some of the, these issues or demands of black Lives matters in schools um, while other students and um, audience participants will get to opt into an afternoon of mural making and then deciding where in our community in our schools or in our communities do we want to represent these um, these murals that are raising awareness around some of the points of Black Lives Matters in schools. And then also students will have an opportunity, or, or participants, I should say, will have an opportunity to engage in creating a poster campaign, where I'm imagining students just going back to their schools and just tagging the buildings with statistics and information that they've learned about Black Lives Matters in general, but more specifically, um, Black Lives Matters in school, in education. And so those ideas were generated in co uh, collaboration with um, teachers from Parlo Fair, ethnic studies students and teachers at Holyoke High. Um, and so that's a little bit about the collaboration. And hopefully this becomes not only an initiative that sparked us an idea, what if. I mean, this is how great things start. I guess the um, long-term goal, not even long-term, after this event to see some actions being taken so this actually happens so we can have 
the ethnic studies and black studies integrated to the whole curriculum. Same thing about the zero tolerance, same thing about the counselors, not cops. And of course, the diversity for teachers of colors. It's not that hard to make it happen. I don't think it's that hard. It just takes to do it. So whoever has the power to make it happen, I hope you're listening. We're gonna keep talking about it. So this story continues, but I want to thank you, all of you, for making this happen, for starting this. And as we are in this beginning of 2019, I think this is the perfect time to begin that change to start driving. Also remember, this is a year of local elections. So these are questions that we can bring to our candidates to be reelected or elected for city council to address and talk about and include as part of their campaigns. Just saying. <laughs> Any last remarks that uh, all of you would like to make? History cannot continue to repeat itself. We need to make a change and it should have been happened, but sadly it hasn't. So we need to start and get on it. It needs to happen as soon as possible. I feel like this event is to will spread awareness to like um, our representatives and like our schools and our community to tell us basically that, you know, all the things that you see on Facebook, all the videos of people protesting for schools and things like that, it's not only happening just in other places, it's happening right here in our own city, in our own backyards. So if people think that a like on a post is gonna help, that they should probably just come down and actually do something about it instead of fake trying to help us. Um, I think this event is a good opportunity for um, the youth to just get involved and just feel represented and just encourage them that we can make change and just to have their voice heard. We are the future, so let's do something about it. This is the voice of our youth. Our three students from the Holy Public Schools, Chantel, Cassidy, and Shania, along with Ms. Dana Altschuler, are here to share with us the information and the plans for Black Lives Matter in schools, happening this Saturday, February 9th at El Mercado, 413 Main Street in Holyoke, Mass., starting at 9 a.m., and everybody's invited, everybody will be welcome. This is a perfect opportunity to engage as community Overall, students, teachers, mentors, leaders, city representatives from City Hall, from City Council, uh, State Rep, Mayor, to say, I'm here and I care. And of course, this conversation also can be kept ongoing through this forum. You know that always you will be welcome to continue talking about these matters and any others that will emerge that are important for you to talk about. So that's the purpose of this space, so we can talk about these issues in a way that we can engage in conversation and have positive outcomes from it. So don't hesitate to, to come back as many times you need to. Thank you so much, and I'll be seeing you on Saturday night. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
This is our conversation about Black Lives Matter in schools here in Radio Plasma. And all the information about this event is available in the posting of this episode on radioplasma.com. With this, we conclude the session that has been recorded at the Gandara Youth Development Center in Holyoke, Mass. I'm your producer and host, Diogen Rashivega. Thank you for listening.